0: Welcome to the Big Idea, Big Moves podcast. Uh, this is where we have uh, really looked at a bunch of different issues across a number of uh, niches or, or areas and, and talked to a lot of very different people. Um, we have recently had shows with Joe DeSina from uh, Spartan Race and, uh, and really kind of talked to him about um, being able to build resiliency and being able to uh, um, really kind of build an empire while at the same time making sure that there's a real focus in the background about kind of that physical health piece. Uh, we've talked to Heather, Heather Monaghan, who has uh, talked about building confidence, and whether that's in your business life or whether that's in your personal life, and uh, and she's done a fantastic job there, too. Um, and then recently, we uh, talked to Kirsten Stewart, um, who joined us from Geneva, talking about um, how uh, we're able to see whether there's any movements in that kind of whole lean-in phase, and, and uh, are we doing what we should be doing? in uh, equality for women in the workplace and and so uh that was fantastic too um and uh you know a couple of things that we really have have liked recently is that we've got some great feedback from individuals that they're liking the content um and that we're doing something that's a little bit different so so we're just going to share something uh right away is that these are a couple of. Um, um, comments that we've had that have come through to us. And uh, and so this one I'll, ju- I'll just say is, um, this helped motivate me. I'm one of the people the guest described at times. Um, like the saying goes, you can't do the same thing every day and expect different results. We always need to do things that challenge us and always be willing to try and evolve. And that was from John Stone uh, 75 So thanks to, uh, to that person as well, because that's what we're trying to do here. Second one was um, congrats on another fine guest and topic for your lineup um just listening to Nina and that's Nina uh Pierwall, who uh who um wrote a book that we we featured in there as well um said that her speaking was relaxing excellent timely content that I wish I had a year ago um I'll uh recommend Nina's book and also the podcast and that was from uh, Looking Glass Coach so um so again thanks very much for listening and uh and if you haven't uh, put a review in there or subscribed Make sure that you're doing that right away. We have awesome guests that uh, continue to come up, and and we're going to add to that today. Um, recently, um, we talked to um, Amy Perkins about her change in career um, from uh, being a teacher and and uh, um, doing some of that kind of coaching in the classroom, and how she shifted her. Uh, uh, her whole career over that time period. And we're going to look at something similar to that, but from a very different perspective. And so we're really pleased to have um, Sean Mathias here today. And um, so Sean, I know that uh, today, coming in, it's been snowy and, and not so fantastic out today, but you were getting prepared to, I think, head off somewhere warm in the next little bit.
1: Yeah, I'm going to Cabo uh, on Sunday for my brother's wedding next week. So uh, I'm escaping uh, the weather, perfect timing. Uh, my wife's actually pregnant, so she's she's stuck here, but... Um, so I feel a little bit bad for that, but um, it's an exciting time for the family, and uh, yeah. it's going to be a lot of fun.
0: Wow, that's that's great, and and yeah, getting away—you've picked the right time. It's <laughs> yeah, snowing yeah. or freezing rain kind of around this time. So, um, so Sean, I wanted to start our discussion a little bit about—it's um, actually been pretty recent that you've made kind of a transition from being the professional uh, athlete. Um, for people who don't know, so Sean was in the National Hockey League. Um, he played with the Toronto Maple Leafs, uh, Winnipeg Jets, Florida Panthers, and Colorado Avalanche. Um, and, a lot of teams. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, uh, quite a few teams. And you also played for, I think, Team Canada in uh, 2008 at the yep. World Juniors,
1: right? Yeah, I played World Juniors one year there. So yeah. we, were, we won the gold. won and the gold. Yeah, that was that was pretty surreal. That was a amazing experience. Uh, yeah. That was one of my goals to accomplish in um, junior hockey was to obviously get drafted and do all that and But also to make that team, and uh, uh, a few of my teammates are still playing, like Marshawn, Giroux, and uh, Subin, and. It's, uh, that was a fun tournament. That was a fun month of my life for sure.
0: Yeah, no, very cool. And, and, um, again, it's, it's only been recently that you've, you've kind of moved out of that kind of pro-life. Um, why don't you tell us a little bit about, you know, what's, what's the transition been like and, and, uh, you know, what are, what are some of the challenges you've had with it and, and we'll, we'll kind of jump off from there. Uh, it's
1: been different. I mean, it's, uh, When you're with a team, when you're part of an organization, um, with hockey, there's a lot of structure, uh, your schedule's booked for you pretty much all year round in the summer, you know what your schedule is. It's just to train and, uh, and, uh, to get on the ice. But during the season, I mean, you have, especially in pro hockey and I guess all the way up really thinking about it now, I mean, you have your dad who does kind of everything for you in my case, um, with getting me to practice, buying my gear, then you get to junior and it's, uh. Uh, now you're part of a team you're away from home now but you're still pretty protected for the most part for like getting things done like uh like in pro hockey it's like a whole different level right if you need uh a hotel booked for your family yep. it's uh it's it's all done for you if you need flights someone else someone else <laughs> always does it for you so yeah. um now being away from the game it's different obviously not going to the rink and seeing friends and uh like seeing the guys and all that but uh, it's been different for just, like, I depend on myself a lot more. Yeah. Uh, I enjoy that personally. I think um, the first year is really tough. This is now my second year out of the game. But uh, it's definitely a transition. I mean, it's a lot of ups and downs. It's it's uh, not as high a pace yeah. as it was when I was playing. Um, like, go, you're always traveling. You're always going to different cities. You're always practicing. It's a very, like, it's the pace you live at that, <laughs> that level is very high. And... um, the pace I live at now is not yeah. even close. So <laughs> Does it's, it feel uh,
0: like times where you just, oh my gosh, what am I going to do with myself?
1: Yeah, I mean, at first, for sure. Like, yeah. I was kind of like, like, to be honest, my body just was really hurting at the yeah. end. And uh, I was just kind of like, am I going to go fight a spot for a 22-year-old? So I kind of had my decision made during the season. Yeah. I kind of always said 10 years, get to 30. yeah, And then maybe we'll go to Europe or do something. But I just kind of, really enjoyed like thinking for myself for the first time and uh and depending on myself and and uh starting the next chapter instead of delaying it any longer and uh, it's been uh it's been rewarding um I've learned a lot about myself a lot yeah. of self-growth um my relationship with my wife is better because I'm I'm home and when I'm home I'm present when I was playing I was always kind of um I was there but I was thinking about like getting my legs ready making sure I was at my uh peak for the game, right? Like I wanted to have all the right food. I wanted to get my rest. Uh, I wanted to have that pop by game time. So everything I did in life was kind of around that. And I was just zeroed in on hockey. So now that hockey's um, not as big a part of my life, obviously, but it's um, it's it's still a part of my life. It's helped me. Uh, it's done a lot for me. I'm, I'm so grateful for the game, but um, it is nice to think for myself.
0: <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. Well, and, and um, I heard you on, on something recently, I, f- I forget where it was, but, um, and, and it's something that a lot of people don't think about until later in life than you are. I mean, you're still a young guy, um, but you talked about, you start to think about how do I kind of leave a legacy? How do I do some things where I build something different and, and I kind of shift from f- one phase of my life to another? And, and um, so how have you started thinking about that? What, you know, what, what does that mean to you? I think at, at your age.
1: Uh, to be honest, like when I first retired, I was like freaking out. Yeah, I was like, "What am I gonna do?" <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Okay, I like real estate. So, am I gonna be a real estate agent?" Like, yeah. I didn't know anything. Really, yeah. to be honest, I kind of just at first, to be honest, I just joined a golf club because I was like, "I need to get like a clubhouse back in my life." That kind of feel, right? So, because that was a big part of it, going to the rink every day and um, having meals there, like just starting to try and put the pieces back. That, uh, that I loved about the game. That's what I realized I started doing. I, I went and found a gym. So I started working out again because I took some time off that, let some things heal um, and then just get my mind right. And then I started, uh, you know, the golf course was great because I had my buddies there. It's a lot like the team. You're in the, you know, you're going there, you're having lunch together. You, you, I play in the mornings like I did practicing in the morning. So it's just a different sport now, but I'm kind of, it's a similar lifestyle, I guess, but like I said, I go back to like thinking for myself. Now I'm kind of out there running around and and uh, making my own decisions,
0: and it's fun. Yeah, yeah, and and that would be it, right? There'd be a big hole that you have to figure out how to fill, but also not be connected completely to what you used to do before. How do you make that bridge? Yeah,
1: it's like making your own schedule and stuff. Yeah. Um, I read a lot of books on yeah. <laughs> like growth and stuff like that because. Yeah. I was aware that it was going to be, I thought it'd be easier. Like, yep. to be honest, I thought it'd be not that hard to like transition. Cause I didn't really know I was getting myself into. Yeah. And now a year uh, removed um, a year ago, last year, I was a very different person. I was just, I've, I've relaxed finally. Like yeah. I let go of like thinking I have a game or thinking I gotta be ready for camp. Cause when the season ended, I would take some time and relax and, and uh, get my mind right. Traveling. So. I was already kind of thinking about to answer your question about like the future and stuff and life yeah. after hockey. I I guess I was already thinking about that cause I was creating content. I was filming everything yeah. and I never really released it cause I thought it was something I could use when I was done. And yeah. I think traveling for me was uh
0: that's what opened my eyes. That's what kind of, that's what changed me to be honest. Like, and, and, and it's funny. That's, I think what jumped out is why, why we talked about coming on here is that I saw that you had started really kind of throwing out some of the things that you've done and, in, in really engaging content about your kind of travels. Yeah. And, uh, um, you know, that's, that's pretty cool that you've, you've already started to figure out how can I kind of use what I've done in the past to be able to, to connect with people differently. Well,
1: that was something like in hockey or,
0: um,
1: you're almost like a soldier, right? Like if you look at it, it's not really an individual game, even though I think it kind of is tailored, um, tailoring around that now. Like it's, yeah. if you look at teams, they're marketing five, six guys on the team now. Yeah. And they're paying those guys a lot of money, but they're also because of how the world is now. Like it's always, you're looking at content, 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 right? You're looking at your phone, you're looking at your Instagram, you're looking at whatever, but you're following the teams. Like every team now, when I was playing, they wouldn't let you put a podcast out. Like yeah. I asked my last year, I said, could I put a podcast out? Cause it'd yeah. be f- I wasn't playing. I was, sure. I was hurt and yeah. I was being healthy. I was <laughs> like, let me do something. So they asked and they're like, uh, the team's not going to allow that. But I'm um, like, how ridiculous is that? You can't start a podcast cause you don't want the team to look a certain way. So yeah. I thought that was normal. So then you go into the real world and it's like, you can do whatever the heck I want now. I'm like, this is amazing. And I'm going to enjoy this. So, but, but put that structure that I learned out of hockey into that. And that's, what's really helped me out from transitioning. Cause a year ago I was just going to the golf course and just, just really just spending my entire day there playing like 36 holes. And my wife was not too impressed. Yeah, (laughs) I'm
0: sure. I'm sure. And, did you, do you feel that, um, you said that it was, it was a little more difficult than you thought it would be. Um, you know, one thing and, and athletes always say this is that, um, uh, they, they do a better job probably than they used to, but there's still kind of some work to kind of help people understand, especially young people coming into a profession or working to get into a profession. Um, do you have some as to kind of those people? I know you talked a little bit about even, uh, um, you know, people see kind of the, the pay rates of some of those people. So yeah, you get the top five people on a team or whatever they happen to be. And yes, they have kind of huge numbers attached to them. But there are other individuals that maybe are just kind of getting into roles and maybe in other professional leagues that don't pay kind of the same levels. But people uh, maybe think that it's much more than it is. um, And you have a much more collapsed time that you're in that profession. And, And can you talk to kind of a couple of things I know you've you've talked about recently?
1: Well, I would if I was talking to a younger athlete yeah. that's playing pro sports, I would say just maximize your time and and uh, your, not just your time in the game and yeah. build your brand and all that, but also you you have a lot of time during the day like you practice and you have your whole afternoon yeah. and you get in this like soldier mindset almost where you're like, I gotta I gotta rest, I gotta get my napping. I got like everything's about the next game. That's how I saw it anyways and a lot of my teammates were like that. but uh, you get guys like PK Suvin look at he's done a, yeah. a amazing job at building his brand and like his life after hockey is going to be very okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like I think yeah. he's set. hes
0: basically going to be probably on broadcasting right away if he yeah. wants to, because he's already set himself up for
1: the, he's an amazing hockey player. He's got a crazy work ethic. Yeah. So I, I respect him a lot for, for that as well. But his work ethic doesn't stop with just hockey. It continues with, um, he's thinking big picture and i think when you're playing a lot of times especially when you're a young player you think that's it and i posted something about that the other day about the money guys are making and Mm -hmm. and uh how much they're losing off of taxes escrow agent fees all this other you you know if you're paying for a house back home and you're paying for your rent the team doesn't put us up a lot of people think they do but we we go out and find our own homes um in the east coast league and lower levels they do that but american league and and uh, NHL, you find your own homes, but um, just being aware, being aware of who you're around, being aware of that you can do more than just play hockey. And if the team does tell you, like how I was told in Winnipeg, that that's not a great idea, Sean. <laughs> but you know what? Who cares? Because they're not they're looking out for their brand. I understand sure. that, but you can look out for yourself too.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And and um, I, I think you also mentioned on. Um, on on one of your posts recently as well is about how, um, you know, a a lot of times an athlete might not have it necessarily provided by the organization, but it's worth kind of while looking into, you said kind of sports therapy and sports psychology. Some of those are very directed, but some things you said had kind of really helped you over the last while, whether it's through the transition or whether it's before that. And, um, again, you know, to, to people that are kind of in the sport or getting ready to transition, what, what would you say would be kind of a good way to use that? Well, I
1: went to therapy, so yeah. I uh I I always was like I don't need a therapist or anything like yeah, that. Yeah. And it, when I was playing, I didn't really like um talking to the sports psychologist. It yeah. just they always worked for the team. Yeah. It was like you had 20 minutes with them. They came in. I didn't really know the guy. Like the, there was a bunch of them, but they're always like older gentlemen that I just didn't know who they were and I was like, I'm not going to tell you Things that I wouldn't tell other people when I don't even know who you are. Like yep. it wasn't comfortable to me. It yep. was never comfortable to me how any team, um, really did it. Yep. And I paid I did. I did like hire a guy to do it. Uh, the one year in Vancouver, I liked that, but it was over Facetime, and I don't know. It was it. It was okay, but I. It just wasn't really speaking to me. Yeah, like everyone's different. Some guys really do like it, and it works for them. For me, I just probably just never found a good fit. The right fit, but, um, but for therapy, anyways, um, like leaving the game, um, the NHLPA actually provides therapy to their to any ex player. Yeah, and it's paid for, and that's a great tool right. to have because if you're going through a life like I got married, I uh, was retiring from the game I played since I was five years old. Like I had a, I had just bought a house. Like I had a lot of different things happening in my life, so. I was like, when you think about balance and those types of things, and I was kind of just running too hard, and I just needed to think and take a step back. and And I found with therapy it, and doing that, it just allowed me to like collect my thoughts because a lot was going on. I thought I had to like go right out there and get a job, and like, yeah, and because uh, a lot of people in sports too, they'll come asking, for, they'll be telling you about these opportunities or whatever, and you got to really be careful. But um, so. I just was kind of just needed to take a step back and just kind of reevaluate everything, and I thought therapy was a great tool for helping me do that.
0: Yeah, well, and it's and really that's not a lot different than any other kind of career transition because yeah, it's
1: the same for everyone. Major life
0: change, right? And and you had a few of them happening all at the same time. Yeah,
1: I'm like having a kid now, so I'm like, man. (laughs) But like, I think about all this happening now, and I'm like, like, thank God.
0: Perfect. It's after because it's like.
1: I'm present now like I'm there like I'm fully like on board like and that's not saying I wouldn't be but if you have a game that night like you're sleeping you're like I don't know I just I it's nice to not have hockey lingering over my head anymore like I miss the game a sure. lot I loved it I'm grateful for everything it did for me yeah but I I got my time I had uh my 15 minutes there and it was uh it was a lot of fun
0: very cool. And and you always had a reputation of being a hard worker um, yeah, all the way through. I think so, so uh, you know, I, I think that's the thread that they've seen and how um, I guess that works positively for you afterwards. It probably was a little negative for a while, too, because it probably almost accentuates that. What do I do? But but now or for anybody who has spent a lot of their time focused on, you know, just really gutting it out through a sport and you're shifting. Um how do you see that uh, do you think that would translate into what you kind of do next is it uh you know how do you how do you make the shift
1: Like one of my first uh networking meetings I was asked like what do you do differently I was like well I work really hard I, yeah. I do all this uh, <laughs> I'm the hardest worker in the room and he just yep. looked at me like I had two heads he's like so <laughs> like whatever Yeah it's like how much harder are you going to work than me And like my whole life was based off of hard work like My dad taught me, he's like, I don't care if you score one goal, five goals, no goals, whatever, but you're going to work hard. And like, I just prided myself on working hard. So when I'm talking to someone like that and he doesn't understand what hard work is, it's because he doesn't work hard in my mind. Like, (laughs) I'm like, I'm like, how I see it now is I'm the CEO of Sean Mathias because I built myself up to play in the NHL and I ran my own business essentially. I had people working for me running all this. So I had, when I left the game, it was like a confidence issues. Like, cause I just was like, Oh, like where do I fit in now? And all that. But now I look in the mirror and I wake up every morning. I'm just like, you're the CEO of yourself. Like you do whatever you want to do. You're the man. Like, I just, I don't care if it's like, who else is going to boast about me? So I might as well like feel that way about myself. And like hockey's a lot, like you're doing video. They beat you down a lot. Right. Like they, uh, like, it's just very like high stress, like, sure, like it's a, a game of mistakes. Right. Yeah. So it's like every mistake matters. Yeah. So it's just different. And now I'm like, I can go make a little mistake here and there on yep. when I'm teaching a kid how to skate. I've been doing teaching. I yeah. fell the other day and my first <laughs> reaction is my pride and my ego. I'm getting like all kind of like, and I, I relax in like two seconds. I'm like, ah, oh, it doesn't matter. Yeah. But but, uh, so that's a good thing more relaxed but i still have that little like fiery side at times like yeah. especially on the golf course my buddies notice it but um but still trying to get that well
0: i'm sure the competitiveness doesn't go away when you're well, i mean you have to be to yeah. get to the level you did you yeah. have to be pretty competitive
1: that's like what i'm saying like i didn't go into a rink and be like i'm gonna be like scared tonight and and uh like be afraid of the other team, like growing up. Right. So why am I afraid of walking out there and being myself? Like yeah. it goes back to like all that content and stuff. I always thought I shouldn't post this stuff and do anything with it while I'm playing because I might bother the team. I don't want them seeing anything. I did stuff. I released stuff when I was done, my contracts, yeah. when I was done, my contracts, I went, con- I went traveling yeah. and then I put content out there. Cause I was like, I don't belong to anyone. And then yeah. when you got signed, it was like, it's just different. And, uh, you know, you sign a contract, you're not allowed to like ski, you're not allowed to get, there's yep. a of risk of injury. Sure. So yeah. they don't want to see someone they're invested money jumping. into <laughs> bungee jumping. Yeah. yeah. But at the same time, like I'm 28, 27, I think at that time. And I'm like, if I want to go bungee jumping, I'll go bungee jumping, right? Like I got to live my life at the same time. So yeah. I think uh, it's, it, y- y- they pay you so well and, and you got to be so committed to, to do, do a good job at it. So you yeah. have to be fully invested but uh it's it's tough because you you do have to think about your life at the end of the, at the end of your career right you got a lot of life to live and and uh for me I wanted to see parts of the world wanted to grow in different ways and i think that's helped me a lot um with my transition
0: yeah yeah well it's even being more authentic with people probably always helps anyway i mean it feels yeah. better to to not have to hold back all the time
1: yeah you want to live your most authentic lifestyle right you want to be authentic and pure and and uh, be genuine and uh, sometimes I mean we all know it like it's fake like the interviews you see in hockey yeah. right like yeah. like I laugh seeing them and all my friends <laughs> used to text me laughing they're like like but that's just the way it is it's um you're in a game like I'm not going to joke around right it's not going to be myself yep. I'm going to be dialed in there a hundred percent like even when I coach now and I go out with a kid yeah and I'm like watching like his mechanics and how he's moving and uh shooting a puck, his stride, whatever it is, like that's when I really notice like my wheels start going again. Cause it's like something I'm so into and like I love the game and I love, um I love the grind. I loved improving. I loved practicing, working out. So like when I'm working with someone and I see that, like I do notice that's when I get like in that mindset again. And I'm just like really going after like like probably talking a million miles an hour and like the kids probably just like so confused, but then I, but like then I use those tools to I've learned. Back, I break it right? down, and yep. then I start like working it. So yeah, that's uh, that's the benefits of therapy right there.
0: That's good. That's good. Um, so. One other thing I thought I'd ask your opinion on is, um, you know, in the the women's game right now, there's a lot of transition happening there right now. Um, I, I mean, there's there's still kind of the NWHL in in the states, kind of moving along, but a lot of players are kind of in that in between phase right now. Um, just any thoughts as to kind of what um, uh, the the men or or people that kind of have some of that sway so might be able to do to kind of you know, or or should be doing, whether think they should be advocating not advocating what uh what's your thought there
1: i have no idea to be honest it's yeah. uh i uh I'm, i found out i'm having a daughter yeah and uh my friends asked me if she's gonna play hockey and i say that she's gonna play golf so yeah. <laughs> my mind's uh my mind's kind of there right now with yeah. uh but but looking at it and like hearing things about it like why can't the nhl promote it and get guys doing that stuff right whatever whatever helps it's it's growing the game we talk about growth of the game they talk the nhl talks about going to china all the time and they put games there with vancouver and la i think a couple years ago and uh they've had guys from like boston go down there and do camps and it's great it's it's growing the game worldwide right they do those premier games and all that but like why can't you just promote like people in that are in toronto or wherever the wherever we're promoting like that that team, right? The Leafs yeah, promoting yeah. a Toronto team. Like I don't see what's wrong with that and helping the brand, uh the brand of it, hockey, I think's what we're trying to help.
0: Yeah. Well, absolutely. Um, and uh I I mean I can't get away without kind of asking you a couple of really quick, just very hockey questions. Um just before you finish, uh who did you hate playing against and why?
1: Who did I hate playing against? Um I'm gonna say Ribeiro. I can't really? remember his first name because he had hit it. He caught me in the head. Is it yeah, Mike something Roberto? like that. Yep. Okay, Caught me in the head once. So I just yep. never got a chance to get him back. <laughs> and uh, I would have enjoyed getting him back. Yeah, And uh,
0: I would have enjoyed that one. All right. Yeah. And uh, other question is, I know you had uh, a lot of success against Boston. Um, and, uh, I mean, you already talked about you. You've played with a couple of the guys there, at least uh, Marchand. Um, how about Chara? What's he like to play against considering his... His size and and he's one of those guys that has stayed in the game for so long. Yeah. Um, you know, that's pretty cool that he's been able to do that. Um, any thoughts on that? Well, the obvious he's uh he's huge out there and he's got a
1: very scary shot at being a penalty killer. Um, when you see that guy winding up and you know where you're in the lane, you're just hoping it hits you like in your shin pads, not somewhere soft, like like in your ankles where it's gonna yeah. hurt for a couple months after. But um, He's a guy that works really hard. Like he's a guy that uh, works out every single day. Like he's a freak, apparently. Yeah. And it goes back to like what I was talking about, like those networking meetings, right? You you're trying to explain like the work ethic it is to get in the NHL, and like I'm not saying just NHL people work really hard in life, right? And and yeah. do whatever they're doing, but whatever you want to do well, you have to do it. You have to work extremely hard at it and and buy in and be totally in that moment of whatever you're doing and Chara's is a guy who's played 1500 games he just got um he's still one of the fittest players from guys i know that play with him he's on the bike apparently all the time he's his body fat's low he's lean and he's over 40 and he's still doing those things so uh why he's still playing why he's effective out there is because he works harder than everyone to do it it's it's no question
0: Well, okay, that leads me to the final thing I'll ask is um, we ask every guest, um, if you could think of a couple of things that somebody who's going through um, a transition like yours or a a general kind of big career transition, what would be a couple of things that you think that somebody should do um, just before they do that? What, What would be your kind of ideas? What should someone do before they... Before they make the big jump or when they're... To get prepared for that jump, whether it's retirement or whether it's moving to another career. I don't know if I, I don't know.
1: I mean, I don't think I, I'm the best to an athlete. Maybe I can give you some advice, sure, but that's fine. Um, I, I don't know if there is anything you can do. Like for me, anyways, I don't think there was much I could do at the beginning. Like, yep. like I thought about it, I was I was like really scared with the idea to yeah. be honest. Like, yeah, because I was like, if I I thought more about what other people were going to think about it at first, I wasn't thinking about myself again. Yeah. And it's just, it's weird. It's like when you're playing and you're in the game, like you come home to, uh, for my case, Toronto to play, you got a lot of family, you got friends all there. You come in, you're going to dinners and then you come home for the summer. Everybody wants to see you. And then all of a sudden you're, you're now done. And you know, it's just different. And, uh, it's just, I don't know if you can, it just takes time to fix it. Like when I, everyone said like the first year is going to be hard and you start to put those little pieces together, which is finding a gym. Um, cause you don't want to work out like you were doing when you're playing cause it's, it's hard, but, um, um, getting a a good solid routine, which is your foundation. Yep. Um, and then having good people around you helps. You definitely want to cut. Well, I started doing that like years ago though, but I was like, I got to cut my circle down cause yep. I knew my time was coming, and I just was like, I just want good people
0: around, right? And yeah. uh, that was something I was mindful of. Yeah. So I would- And you know what? I don't think that's any different than if you, um, I mean, there are some people that are kind of uh, like a vice president in an organization that's deciding they're going to go off on their own, just as scared about, okay, I have a big corporate role, I have the... Yeah the stuff fine. that goes with <laughs> that it feels like and and then it's suddenly you know everybody else around them is thinking okay that's is that the right move is it not
1: i would say like learn to put yourself out there and be okay with yourself because coming from like hockey everyone always pushed my brand through their brand right like yep. you get what i mean like if you look at my instagram i have like four pictures of hockey on there yep. i wasn't thinking that way yeah because winnipeg or vancouver or toronto they were constantly doing that and then you're trying to think about like your next chapter you might have great ideas and like the best idea out there but if nobody knows about it it's not going you know what I mean like you got to market yourself to create these opportunities and that was something I had uh, definitely from a year that meeting where I'm just going I work hard yeah (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. well now it's now I can articulate and speak more because I know who I am better so I would say Instead of just rushing into something and just take some time, figure out yourself, figure out what you want to do, figure out um, just who you are in general, and then create the life you want to create. Cool.
0: And so Sean, how can, if people are, are trying to follow you, or look at some of your stuff, where would they find most of that?
1: You find me on Instagram at uh, Sean Mathias, LinkedIn, Sean Mathias. I will be having uh, a YouTube page coming up soon, I believe. And uh, a podcast coming out in probably the new year.
0: Very cool. All right. Well, thanks for taking the time today. This has been awesome. And uh, yeah, we'll uh, make sure that you do that. Once you have the podcast, let us know, and we'll send that out as well and uh, get everybody subscribed to it. Uh, if you haven't subscribed, we already talked about that, but make sure um, make sure you put down some reviews, let Sean know uh, what you thought about today um and also make sure you subscribe to the the podcast so that every time we have a, other people come up that you'll be the first to know about it um but again thanks very much and and we'll see everybody again on uh, big idea big moves